0: So controlling your data. Welcome to part two. So part one, I discussed cloud options and ways to get your data out of the cloud and making it so that companies and governments can get their prying, sticky, disgusting, overreaching fingers out of your data. So now we're going to move on to messaging. Messaging in and of itself by default is not the most secure means of communication at least by default that's not how it was designed but let's give you some options it's all about options and once you know you can make the decision for yourself let's talk about it what's going on guys this is dexter johnson and you're listening to yet another episode of in the weeds the podcast meant to educate and empower you the listener in this vast world of technology let's get into it Friends and family that's who we're contacting when it comes to messaging whether we're utilizing sms text messaging whether we're group chatting whether we're on facebook whatsapp signal whether we're sending an email to an aunt or an uncle we're messaging our friends and family keeping in touch with those that are near and dear to us so by default there are going to be a couple of ways two ways really texting and email and let's start with SMS. SMS stands for Short Messaging Service. It also includes MMS, which of course is Multimedia Messaging Service, which back in the day, people would just shoot you a picture. Now, both of these require you to have cell service from one of the major carriers or a MVNO, AT&T, Verizon, Cricket, whomever. Now, these things, they're not encrypted and they can be intercepted. Now, it's many ways that these can be intercepted. Someone can do a SIM hijack and take control of your SIM and get all your calls, text messages, things like that. Then you have to realize that you have injection points between you and your recipient on the other end and the servers that are bouncing those messages back and forth. And you have to think about it. When it comes to hardware and servers, if you have access to that, or if you have access to one of the devices, then the encryption or lack thereof is going to automatically be defeated. Moving on to email. So email is one of the backbones of the internet. And honestly, it just wasn't designed with security in mind. And in fact, most services store your emails that You're talking about how much you love someone or how much money is in your bank account. They store that in plain text. So have you ever just created a text file on your computer and saved it? Yeah, that's that's plain text. (laughs) Anybody with that can read it. And let's just say you have a bad actor. They can sniff it. Let's just say your local government is overreaching the way that people tend to overreach in the year 2020 they can get it they can get it but like i said it's not going anywhere anytime soon and honestly when it comes to text messaging and email honestly you should consider those to be like twitter am i okay with this getting out into the public if i am then let's go ahead and send it And I'm not trying to cause a controversy or anything like that. But what I'm going to do to my dear listeners and consumers, because this is important, because you're paying for these things, you're utilizing these things, we're paying for these things, we're utilizing these things is to lay it all out on the table. So the question is, can we do better? And the answer might surprise you. So, a little cliffhanger there. Clearly, clearly, yes, the answer to that question is a resounding yes. We have the options available to us for quite some time. We can do better. There are always, always private options. The question is, are you willing to pay the cost for those options? And I'm not always talking about money. I'm talking about shuffling an entire user group from utilizing Facebook and utilizing SMS to say, hey, let's move this conversation to a completely different platform. That means a new login, a different way of doing things. And usually those are the biggest hiccups. It's not the fact that these applications inherently that I'm about to tell you about are difficult or hard to use. It's the fact that people do not like change. People are okay with using using and utilizing whatever the heck comes on their device now that could be a good thing in one case and that one case is iMessage it is the easiest easiest thing to do you can just tell your parents or friends hey look into getting an iPhone for your next phone why because iMessage requires an iOS device and that's the thing it's a pro but it's a con at the same time because not everyone has iOS. Lots of people, especially when we talk about outside of the United States, when it comes to the United States, iOS is huge. But once we start looking into other markets, Android obliterates iOS. Now iOS numbers have been going up and iOS is known to be more private and secure than Android by default. But, when we just look at iMessage at its core, and this is another thing that you're going to learn, both people need to utilize the operating system. So if I'm sending a message, if I open up messages on my iPhone, I open it up and I send it to an Android user, that message is not encrypted. It is not because they do not have iMessage, they are using whatever text app they're using on their side. It could be different for a Samsung device. And that's one of the cons of utilizing an Android device is that you might get whatever. Now, when both of us are using iPhones, by default, it is secure. So both of these messages are going to look the same. The thing is, is that someone that doesn't have an iPhone, they're going to get the quote unquote dreaded green bubble. I don't necessarily think anything of it. A lot of people get kind of miffed by that or take some type of fault or offense with that, but it's just a bubble color. Now, the thing is, SMS or text message is the fallback for iMessage, so you really have no idea going into it unless you know whether your friend has an iPhone or not, if it's going to be secure. So take that and please keep that in mind. The good thing is that it's pre-installed. Messages by default is pre-installed. So if you have an iOS device and someone else has one, you're good to go. And like I said, you have to know before you send because the fallback is going to be insecure. So we have these secondary options and they're really good options. We have Signal, we have Wire, we have WhatsApp. So Signal is the standout. But once again, both users have to have the app. So this is what I was talking about earlier when I was saying people and group migration. You're going to have to tell the people the pros and cons. The pros are that people will not be able to snoop your messages, And that is very important, especially in today's over politicized world and today's world where governments feel like they should be able to see everything you're doing, which is a bunch of horse crap. Now, on the Android side, this is one of the good points. Now, you can make signal your default messenger, but once again, everyone has to be on it. And this is going to bring up another point that I'm going to address. We need to get more and more people concerned about their security and privacy, because the more people that adopt these platforms, because they're there. These options exist. It's the reason that I can talk about them. But the more people that utilize these options, the better. Because then it's not going to be this big deal of shuffling your users. They're already going to be there. Also, when I talk about WhatsApp, they actually use the Open Signal protocol. But the issue here, and why pe- a lot of people might kind of question WhatsApp, is because it's owned by Facebook. And honestly, I question it myself because I don't trust Facebook. I don't use any of Facebook services. I have a WhatsApp. I deleted it. Um, I deleted Facebook. I deleted Instagram. I think that they are all dumpster fires when the technology is owned by Facebook. So that's what you have there. Moving on to email. I'm going to tell you the top. Proton mail. And once again, once again. If you have Proton Mail and I have Proton Mail, by default, our messages are secure. Point blank period. They're encrypted, and we're you know what? Encryption, let's define that. So encryption is the process of encoding information. So this process converts the original representation of the information, which is known as plain text. Remember that from earlier into an alternative form known as cypher text. So only authorized parties can decipher a cypher text back to plain text and access the original information. Authorized. An authorized party is someone who has a key. So let's go back to the apartment analogy that I've used several times in the past. You being the person who pays rent, being the person who has all of their junk in there. You are authorized access to your apartment. So you have a key. So therefore you can open that door and walk in. And therefore you can see all the contents. Now, standing from the outside in, you're going to make assumptions. Hey, there's stuff in there. I hear people moving around. I hear a TV, but you can't prove it. You can't prove what's going on in there. You can't prove what is in there. But you have that key to be able to decipher the information that's there. Now, one of the good things is that with with email, you have the option to send someone an encrypted message. So there are plugins and stuff like that for Gmail, but you should never send anything that you care about in Gmail. And I always tell people, I have multiple email addresses. Gmail is the fallback. But if I'm going to send you something of any importance, it will come from an encrypted account that is not an at gmail.com point blank period. And the thing is you compose your message and and an important thing to note when it comes to email is that metadata is still a thing. So like your subject and who you're sending it to, that's still a thing that's still, that's still in the open, but the message and the body contents, those are going to be fully end to end encrypted. Now here's something else to note. The subject can be whatever you want it to be. So let's just say you're sending your bank routing information via email. Now, I've never had to do this. I think it's absolute crazy, but sometimes you have to do what you have to do. Don't call, don't put the subject as bank routing information. Put it as vacation photos. Use something obscure so that someone that might be snooping, like law enforcement or some other stupid actor, they will just be like, "Ah, this is trash. We don't, we don't really care. So from there, you can encrypt the message, have it password protected. And once again, the platform has no knowledge. And that is one of the beautiful things about this. Because at the end of the day, these people need to offer us services. We're going to come. We're going to use Heck, We're going to pay for that privacy and security and that peace of mind. But we... Deserve and have the right to privacy. As I've said numerous times, we have the right to privacy. So guys, you know what encryption is. You have some options for your messaging. So take advantage of them. Tweet me at Dexter underscore Johnson. Let me know what you think. And this is just one of many in this series on controlling your data. Guys, until next time, I'll holler at you.